All right, here we go. All right, stop fucking around, Chumahan. Let's go. Come on, Chumahan. You're a brother, face with hard luck. Face to face, face to face with hard luck. Card shots, Steve Smurdy was with hard luck. Pips and card shots, Steve Smurdy was with hard luck. You're a brother, face with hard luck. Face to face, face to face with hard luck. Card shots, Steve Smurdy was with hard luck. Pips and card shots, Steve Smurdy was with hard luck. Good afternoon and welcome to the Hard Luck Show. Your certified, qualified West Side host, Steve Lucky Luciano. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, you've tuned into the greatest show on earth. It's the Hard Luck Show. Coming at you from the bunker in Southern California. I sit across my four-corner room, From me, uh, sitting across from me, my co-host and partner, is Chumahan Bowen, American Indian, Southern Californian, elegant barbarian, listening to the Ghetto Boys once again. Come on. My mom's playing tricks on me. My mama's Come on. always dressing, I ain't living right. But I ain't going out without a fight. You're feeling this too, aren't you, Steve? Closed, I start sweating, and blood starts coming out my nose. It's somebody watching me act. But I don't know who it is, hey, so special I'm watching my back. I can see him when I'm deep in the covers. Are you a fan of the Ghetto Boys? I've heard the song, but no. You're not a fan? I mean, I've You're never... not a fan of the Ghetto Boys? Are you How about Scarface? A... Are you a fan of Scarface? No, not, not that I'm a fan of them. Are just, you American? I've like, never, I think that's like, on the I never really got into that scene. Right. You yeah. never got into that scene. What scene? Oh, okay. Well, and like, into that culture. Right? Like... <laughs> Wait, what? You can just say no, you never mind. got into that group. Well, I hope you're not saying anything untoward. Wait, 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 wait. You never got you, ghetto boys. You never got into that scene. What are you saying? No, uh, can you please uh, explain? No, that? Um, doesn't sound right. Okay. Did yeah. you vote for Trump? No. Oh, okay. No way. Go ahead. What? No. What scene were you in? What scene were you in? No scene. No you scene. were in no scene. No. <laughs> he that's was the in biggest no- scene of all. <laughs> Those are, that's the biggest bad scene in there is. Hey, no. man, listen, you don't know who I am. I was a bad motherfucker in something you called no, <laughs> no scene. No. I was in no scene. No. Oh, man, you God. probably never heard of me, huh? <laughs> huh? Yeah, I bet you you didn't. <laughs> All right. Uh, what do you want for you to be Piano here? keys from no scene. <laughs> Domino teeth from no scene. Well, like, man, I want fucking straight white teeth like that, too, bro. Yeah. I, did you wear braces, bro? I did wear braces. Mm-hmm. Did you? Yeah. All right. Uh, Two years. I know. I should have worn braces. I I'm going to get a whole dental implant done, right? Yeah. Hot, uh, I'm going to have yeah. everything redone once I cash in, right? Yeah. I'm going to take a picture of your teeth. I'm going to bring them to the guy. <laughs> once we like, cash in? I'm going to be like, make, man, me, I hope we cash make in my soon. teeth look like his teeth. I want to be able to smile a lot. Okay. <laughs> Do people say that to you a lot, Special Kid? What? You got About your out? teeth? Um, Are no. you able to pull ladies with that? No, I'm, I'm actually more self-conscious about it. Actually. Are you really? Wait, yeah, man. I'm really. Uh, so for you to tell me that is like it's weird because uh, you think he's oh, fucking I'm with not you. Gonna, I'm not no, gonna no, 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 no. He not, thinks you're fucking with him. He no, thinks no, no, that's no, no, like no. one of those things you're fucking with him. I, Dude's got really good teeth though. Bro. I know he probably is that crying on his pillow at like, night because he's like, he's <laughs> talking like about my dominoes, bro. It's like a fucking. Piano. He's probably gonna shave that fucking things down a little bit because there's no. You don't have to. They're perfect right now. Guys got perfect teeth. Yeah, no, but. Self, yeah. Oh, I'd be so I, yeah. I wouldn't like stop a, smiling if I had a mouth like yours. I'd be smiling. Well, he does smile a lot. I, yeah. You but can it, start using it that to work for you. Uh, all right, let's play his theme song. Here we go. Do you know this song, uh, Special K? Special K is our resident Gen Z guy. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you know this song? This is Special K. He's coming in in a lovely red dress. 
I'm going to describe him. Yes, he doesn't have an ample bosom, but he's got nice hips. <laughs> he's got a lovely smile. I've never seen you looking so lovely as tonight. I've never seen you shine so bright. Special K, I've never seen you shine so bright. Never seen so many men ask you if you wanted to dance. Living for a little romance. Give out half a chance. Come on, special K. I have never seen that dress you're wearing. Never seen that dress you're wearing. Who is this? Um, this is Chris DeBird. Special K. Come on. Never heard it. Shan, don't be making faces when I sing. I saw that. Like, oh, okay, he can't sing. All right, anyway, Special K, thank you for uh, your internship skills. You did a great job at the show. Last show, just this last show was fantastic. We tease you, but that's because we're trying to season you. Right. You understand that, right? Yeah, no, of course. All right. We took him to Risk's house. We take, we've taken him to some pretty big people's house. He's got to interact with, move and shake with some of the biggest graffiti artists uh, in the world, in actually. In the game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, I didn't ever ask her, but uh, Shan, what would you, you can't hear it where you're at, but what would you want your theme song to be? Mm-hmm. Um, Come on, girl. Tell me, me. Back to life. Oh, um, shit. Yeah. Back to reality. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. Right. I, I, hey, I respect that. Jumahan is a master DJ. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, D- I'm, co- I'm known as DJ Spotify. Let's see. Oh, that's it, right? It is. To reality. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. and Mrs. Earbuds. I know you're listening right now. This is a throwback jam, but that's because this lady is a fucking lady. This is one of the greatest podcasts on the eastern seaboard in the United States. I've listened to her show. It is very natural. It's free-flowing. She's very, like, great friends with uh, Puerto Ricans on the East Coast. What was his name? Vic? Vic. Vic. She's got a lot to say about accountability. And then before you know it, you listen to this lady uh, do another show called um, Loudmouth Stereo, and she's talking yeah. about, you know, you should respect your friends that are hoes, that if you have yeah. that whole life, don't, don't downgrade it. Hoes are yeah. important. And so, ladies and gentlemen, please <laughs> welcome to the show, Sham from yeah. She Podcast. Man. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Um, so why don't we just jump right into when we reached out to you and said, Hey, would you like to do some cross promotion and everything? I mean, you had never heard of us. You didn't know who the fuck we were. It was a shot in the dark. What was your perspective at that point? So I was like, okay, let me, um, go on Apple and play a few episodes. (laughs) The first, the, the first thing that popped up was energy hella energy i was like yes right i was like okay so i could listen to this so i kept listening and it was just very like raw in your face of just like talk do you and, recall uh, do you recall which one was there anyone like was it the was it the one where steve was talking about when he used to like you know hold up banks of armed robbery and all that shit or what 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 do you recall which one it wait was? a minute oh which we got a ton Anything you wanted to know about armed robbery, but were afraid to ask. It's one of our earlier episodes. 
Oh shoot! Yeah, look at she's getting excited by that. Do you see that? It was episode one seventy. Which one was that? um, The lemonade. Oh, Oh, we had a lot going on. Steve Labelle, Esteban Esteban, Oreo tacos. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, spider. Right, spider. Beloved spider. (laughs) Beloved spider. Beloved Spider. So, yeah, okay, so you listen to it, and you're like, all right, let's see what's up with these freak nicks, and then what happened? And then I was like, okay, so let me uh, see if they want to do the show, because I'm about, if if I collab with somebody on anything, I want them to push their own show. I want more people to hear them. So, my basically, my listeners have to turn into your listeners also. Right. Um, just so it, I can spread the word on people with good energy in podcasting. Cause I don't like listening to people that sound like they're dead already. Man. How, Hey Steve, how many I'm times with have, that. I'm with, how many times have I, t- even like pod save America. I'm like, God damn, who is listening to that? Like we've, I don't listened, see. we've listened and we're like, what the fuck is that? I want to go jump off <laughs> a fucking bridge after 10 minutes. Those guys. Right. And I'm not dogging right. out PBS, but I could just listen to PBS. I don't need to check into that shit. Like, what do I need that for? Um, yeah. So I didn't, so, so then, okay. So then she gets it, right? Shan. Yeah. And Steve knows that, you know, I I am a, a, a big fan of um, very unfiltered, raw, real conversation. That's what I like. Shit, I don't even need a podcast for that. Like, I've been doing yeah. that since before they was recording these conversations. Listen, <laughs> I had an eye appointment this morning and I hit on all the men that were in the eye appointment. Yeah! You know what? Let's just cut the shit, Shan. How do you hit on guys in an eye appointment? How? Because yeah, um, so, we got a lot so of lonely is, I walked in there yeah. and I was like, I said, where do you want me to put my head? Mm. <laughs> and he was like, okay, I'm, I need you to put it on this machine and this machine is going to do this and I'm going to take a picture of your eye and then this machine is going to blow in it. Does, to... does an eye doctor even understand that joke? Like when you lay it out and you're like, hey, he did, he did, did. He, did. Right. He, he caught on. Because he's I, from he Atlanta. Because he's from Atlanta. People in Atlanta, any woman's like, hey, where do you want me to put my head? They're like, Listen. Oh, okay. And so he was like, this machine's going to blow in your eye. I was like, ooh, I never had a man blow me before. No, here we go. <laughs> Oh, and what's so crazy with this Corona shit is you go into the the room that the doctor's supposed to be in. Yeah. There was no body of a doctor. He was on the screen on the TV. Right. Like controlling the machine virtually. Right. Really? Taking my eye exam. So I was like, okay, this is weird. So then I go out to pick my glasses <laughs> that I wanted to pick because they want to put the new prescription in my old glasses. Yeah. Um, so I'm just like, okay, y'all. Is it against the law for me to go on the men's wall because I got a big head and I like big things? Or can I go over here and pick the glasses out? And so all the men were like, yeah, you could go over there and pick out some glasses if you see something. So I was right. over there and I was asking the men like what they thought. Yeah. And, and, he was like, and so they were talking to me and they were, um, I was giving them like my feedback on their um, eyes and stuff. I said, if there are any wives in here, I know they are very annoyed. Yeah, but let me ask you a question. What... What what kind of guy actually f- floats Shan's boat? Like, what is your kind of guy? Like, what what can you not? What's your guilty pleasure? My kind of guy. Yeah, I like on. I like men that say exactly what they want to say, not what they think I want to hear. Mm. Damn. So like, how do you find that? I think all women. I think all women like that. Yeah, but you they? know what? No, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. That's true. 
But then yeah. I also have those friends that think that if they say a certain thing, the woman's going to respond to it. Like, what if I'm just honest and say I want to fuck the shit out of you? And I'm like, yeah, I, I know. I like that. You want I that? I like that. You want that. Because that's honest. So like, uh, so like, if a man sees me, Go ahead. he's like, God damn, look at them nipples. I'm just like, yes, they've been loud since the sixth grade. Yes, <laughs> right. They right, are right, here. Right, 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 right. But I don't want you to say, you know what? You have a beautiful smile. You know you're not looking at that. You're looking at my nipples. Unless he wants to put your head somewhere. I mean, that too. That could be a thing. Listen, but mm. what I'm trying to figure out, though, is... Where's the line on that? Because I'm telling you, you may say that you want that, mm-hmm. and that might be true, depending. But is there anything where it goes too far for you, where it's like, that guy's like, hey. He's out of line. Yeah. He th- hey, 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 man. The only the only way that that's a backlash, yeah. and this sucks, but this is logical. Yeah, go ahead. If the man is not attractive to the woman he's saying that to. Yeah, that's the like, only way she'll make him feel bad for saying that. Yeah, but, that, but that's it's like, a gamble. It's a hit or miss. The, that's like 90% of the guys that want to talk crazy. They're, they're, un, they're not attractive. The attractive ones don't have to talk crazy, Shan. They the, don't, but they, if they the do, it's like an added plus. Listen, let me tell you something. Oh, he got the balls. Nah. Yeah, yeah. Listen, like let me this. tell you something. Let me tell you something. The real attractive men don't need to say shit. They don't no. have to. The women are already there. I've known real attractive guys that ain't that funny, and I watch women fall all over themselves. But laughing. that's the thing. I avoid men that know that they're like the shit. I, listen. So like, if a man takes longer to get ready than me, he's out. Like, I can't mm, fuck with you. Like, yeah, you know okay. You look good. I but, like men that don't know they look good, so he's like my secret, my secret stash. Listen, let me tell you mm, something. Mm. I don't. Be, I listen. I know what you're saying. You're saying I'm not gonna yeah. deal with a conceited dude. Yes. Okay, but not all hot guys are conceited. And if the guy's hot enough, I know women will deal with it. I I mean, Lenny Kravitz, right? If he's got a little bit of an attitude, a woman will be like, yeah, but I mean, it's Lenny Kravitz. Like, I mean, he can have an attitude. I mean, he he takes longer to get ready than me, but that's all right because it's Lenny Kravitz. I mean, women, this is what I'm trying to say. There's a big thing in society where men are suckers (laughs) for attractive ladies. We all know True. that and we all do that. But I am here to say that women are equally, if not equally, maybe mm-hmm. more so to truly attractive men. They're suckers to truly attractive. Just, the issue is there's just not that many yeah. attractive men. Would you agree with that? That's a fact. That's a fact. Hmm. That's a fact. S- Steve, do you think that on a whole that the, the ratio of attractive people, that there's more attractive women than there are <laughs> men or there's more attractive men than there are women? No. There's more attractive women and there's only... Right. There's more women Go ahead. than there is men. Right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. women uh, know yeah. that Good, attractive men are a commodity. We know it too. Right. If they don't like what they say, there's much more for us as a good attractive guy to choose from. Right. But there's on the other way around for a woman. Yeah. Oh, man. I would never, I feel bad for women because I know how, uh, not my handful of dudes that are close to me. Go the ahead. People, men that are close to me are men, are mm-hmm. real fucking men. Right. Gentlemen. And yeah. Men. But I know outside of that, most guys, man, fucking dirty, fucking have no style, fucking don't know shit to say, are boring, <laughs> they're followers, they're scared, right, they're pussies, right. they're self-concerned. They're trying it. to- they're, they're taking longer than the women to get ready. Like, that's most men. 
That's why I don't like yeah. most men. You know who I get? Gotta be you know, a pick you, above to be to, to roll with me is what I'm saying. But as a man, go ahead. I know. Go ahead. The commodity. We're we are a very valuable commodity because there's not a lot. Women, right. right? We I feel like for men there's a lot more choices. If I don't like she don't like what. Okay, well let's go over here. Over here. Women don't have that man. If women gets a really good man. Yeah. She don't want to let that dude go because there ain't a lot of men. Good. Right. Now am I am I talking completely out of term, Chan? You you're a woman. No, right. you know where I am. I'm in Atlanta. So mm. now we have super competition. We got the men that want your man, mm. and we got the men that <laughs> oh, the men that God. act like they're straight. Oh the yeah. Men that act like they're straight and they're not, and right. they have women. And we have the swingers who are married that are looking for women together. Uh-huh. And we have <laughs> men that know, yeah, I'm ugly and I'm fat and I'm unattractive, but I got that money though, so I have nice women. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's like this most, that's not. like if you're an ugly man, that's the only way you got, you either, you either, you either, you better be thick, like you better have some thick. Or you better have a lot of money, cause if you're an ugly dude, it's gonna be a hard road. Listen, to look, look at Little Wayne. Little Wayne has beautiful women, and right. he's ugly. Right, he has a lot of money, and he's confident. Right. You know what? I'm gonna say something that's gonna add to what you're saying, Steve, and what you're saying, Shan, and that is that um, women have to settle a lot more. Yes. Women have to settle a lot. Women are doing arithmetic that do a lot of guys don't do. Yep. Women are yep. like, all right. Listen, he got a weird penis that was weird, but he, he right. But he's got a steady job, and I know he don't lie. But right. I'm gonna have to teach him how to brush his teeth because there's still a little stank after 11 a.m. Yeah. And then I'm on, and he can't dress. He right. got skid marks in his right. jaw. Right. But who am I to judge? Yeah. Everyone has a bad. I got panty. I got you know uh, uh, period panties too. So all right, fine, fuck it. You know, right. That's an arithmetic right. that, a, that a lot of... But here's another thing that I want to throw in the mix. Mm. Here's another thing that I want to throw in the mix. And that's, mm-hmm. that's that... So for Mr. and Mrs. Earbuds, especially you, Mr. Earbuds, right? I feel like Hugh Grant fucked up a lot of dudes. Mm. And the reason why I think Hugh Grant fucked up a lot of dudes is because in all of his movies, Hugh Grant does that like, I can't articulate what I'm saying thing. Where he like acts like he's trying to tell you that he wants to fuck the shit out of you or he's right. sorry, but he takes like a million like, you know, verbal hiccups and everything to say it. And because it's Hugh Grant and he's a star, the girls fall for it and they're like, oh, yeah, that's cute. cute. Right. Right. But there's a lot of out of shape, weird looking neckbeard dudes that are doing the Hugh Grant thing and it's worse. Right? Oh, bro, I was in a meeting last night where the dude was sitting up there doing the Hugh Grant thing the whole time. I can't take that. He just that. thought that shit was so fucking funny. I cannot take that. Yeah, I can't either. You're like, right. like, Shan, just so you know, like from a career standpoint, I make my living talking. Right? Okay. Like, I make my living talking in certain pressure situations. And when I see somebody playing that Hugh Grant game, I'm like, motherfucker, I'm about to knock you out. Yeah. Say what the fuck you mean. I don't I don't but I don't have anybody around me like that. I, I can't like take shit, it. Dude. I can't take it. Let me ask you something. What's the what's the whole term with the is it the uh the the blue dot or the blue circle and the red square or the man and woman thing? What's that? What are you talking the masculinity about? thing that everybody's talking about? Like the symbol? Yeah, like there's like like you, you know like the symbol, like the like the one that's like has like a like arrow pointing up. Or, well, no? they're they're just talking about like <laughs> There's this thing these days where women or a group of women, 
now want to like demask they're in in ways to demasculine men De- oh, demasculine oh, oh, oh okay all right so the they're emasculating men yes certain women right and there's guys that have bought into this right so yeah. like and i want to say this right and i don't want to offend people okay right. but <laughs> there's like the guys painting their fingernails, and now the guy wants to wear like a skirt. Look at look at Shan, no. and, Shan shaking and her head. And, like, and no I want way. to be, I want no. to be, I want to be uh, this, and you need to be, and like all this soft, really, 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 like the highlights on the hair for the guy, like really soft guys, okay, and soft men. Now these guys are supposedly heterosexual girls like it because the guys are like androgynous and really fat yeah but a lot of chicks like prince pa- a lot of guys a lot of chicks like I, prince. I like prince too well so isn't why that. is that not no, prince? no 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 but Here, this go ahead is, i'm saying that this is like a like <laughs> no what the thing is is that what they're trying to do is they're trying to masculine us by saying that we need to be more like that oh toxic masculinity like uh, and i think that men have started in like, and I'm seeing this in generational now. Men have mm-hmm. come up and they just ain't like, um, like they got no fucking like <laughs> fucking balls, man. Like, they, like they're like, what you do to Steve? Oh, 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 <laughs> because you have to think most of most of the men today that no, sorry. no, no, go I'm ahead. Sorry, no, don't don't apologize. Go ahead, Shan. They're they're raised by their moms, and if they're not raised you by their moms, it. they're married by their grandmas. And there's no like uncles around to be like, boy, shut up and come take out the right. trash. And that's, and that's you know, 100%. and then you have women, women that think, you know, oh, I could get the same job this man has. Yeah, you can, but you're not a man. Oh, I could take out the garbage. Yeah, you can, but a man would be able to help you do some of this manual labor, not saying that you can't do it, but you don't need to do it. And women feel like they need to brag about what they could do themselves and they don't need a man. But if you don't need a man, then why the fuck are you still looking? Hey, listen. Yeah, honey, I like what you're saying. That's what I was getting on, man. And I, and wait, I wait, 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 wait. I get it. I get what you guys are saying. And, I, and I'm also for it. Because what Shan's saying and what you're saying, Steve, kind of makes sense. And, and, and I think Shan's actually brave saying that a lot of men are raised by women. Mm-hmm. Right? No, I'm not talking about... Okay. Hold on. Right. I get it. You're pumped okay, up. Okay, okay. I got it. All Your right, nipples I, are on point right now. I got it. All right. My nipples have been loud since, since I was... <laughs> hey. 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 All right. So I'm, I, I totally get that. And, and, and think about the corollary. What's that? Okay. Think about when it almost seems natural when you're like, yeah, this man was raised by his mom. There's not a man in the house, right? And we don't, we, we don't, we don't necessarily think there's something necessarily wrong with that. But imagine mm-hmm. if you had a whole system where the dad was raising a daughter, right? Like the dad's raising the girl. And, and we know to, what that kind of looks like too. And it's like, do you, can yeah. a dad teach a woman or a girl, to right? To be a woman. Now, I see Special K. Right. Mm-hmm. And special case from the generation where it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Because some people uh, are a girl raised by a mother and they decide they want to be masculine. Right. OK, that exists. And some people are going to say and I'm not listen, I'm not not saying you guys are wrong in any of the stretch of the imagination at all. I'm just saying, like, there's some people that will say, actually, there's even in. And and you can correct me if you if, if you want, Shan. But there's even in a female tradition where th- there is actually a masculinity in the women. Not all of them, but there is. Some people's grandma is fucking tough. Some people's yeah. fucking grandma 
is more masculine than a lot of dudes. And, and, and it might not even be because she had to be. It's just she's a strong person. She overcame yeah. a lot, whatever that is, whatever that means. She doesn't and, wax that mustache. Right. She don't give a fuck. Mm. If you can't fuck right. her when she got a hairy mustache, then you can't fuck. Right. Then, then you got a problem. Right. Because the pussy's yeah. all the same. Right. But they don't got nothing to do with that. Yeah. All right. I don't, one thing ain't got nothing to do right. with the other. Right. I got hair on one lip. I got hair on the right. other lip. What do you want? Right. Right? right. Are you scared of some hair? If you're scared of some hair, then your dick can't get hard. All right, sorry. Shan said some shit that Shan, whatever Shan does to me and you, is starting to set us off, bro. I can, so I think it's really starting to do to you. No, Come you, on. dude. You were getting sweaty. You got sweaty. You tried to put that on me, it dog. It is on you. Special hey, K. You, you hear him, special you K. Hear him go on like that, and no, then he no, goes, no, man, no. what she's Shan, doing to me and you No, right no, now. no, no, no. Because I haven't seen you, because you went off on a de-emasculation, and the guy ain't got no balls, and you were like, I've, listen, we've had some women on, I've never had some women. You know, I'm feeling what you're saying there, girl. Listen, I'm saying... It got, Special K, you know Steve and I separately from Shan. Are you seeing an effect here going on? Yeah, I, I just literally saw him fucking hit the table. Just, right! You've never hit the table. Thank God. You know what? You got a lot on the ball, <laughs> young man. <laughs> right. So anyway, but my point, and anyway, the reason why I'm trying to like at least diversify the discussion a little bit is to say that, you know, from an American Indian tradition, right? You do have some what we would traditionally call feminine traits, like long hair or an ability to do X, Y, and Z in some of the warrior class. But because our society has slotted all American Indian males into a warrior side, it's not considered emasculated because we've already decided that American Indians males are warriors. And I agree with that. I think we are. But the point of the matter is I'm saying that some of what we're talking about is I think that human diversity. Now, I will agree 100% that the, sometimes the, the brag about I don't need a man or I don't need a woman, you can mm -hmm. put it on either side, mm -hmm. is really about covering up the fact that you ain't got one. What do you mean you don't need a man? You can't get one, mm -hmm. right? So you do want a man. But you're trying to pretend like you don't need one because one don't want you. And you're not dealing with that fact. Mm. I also believe that it's all right to have a partnership with whoever you're with. Now, sometimes it does look like, and, and, and you know what? I agree with you, Stevie. It's not my style, mm -hmm. right? I've got some standards and shit that I do and I carry myself. That's the way I'm going. It's not my style. But mm -hmm. if you want to be on the soft, doughy man, Right, with a big stomach, and you're the hardworking woman with a real job, and you're telling me what to do. I can kind of nip at your ankles a little bit and act like I'm a tough guy, but it, ultimately it's your decision, honey. Sure. And you let me have a man cave, which is just basically my fucking bedroom, teenage, teenager, adolescent male's bedroom. Right. Right. And I get to go out there and pretend like I'm in a biker club and I'm going right. to watch NFL. I've never fucking thrown a football in my life, but I'm wearing a jersey. Uh -huh. Right, and that's More the way. Bullshit. Right, that's the way you want to roll, and that's the way it's going to roll. And you guys have decided, like, and those decisions are never done consciously. It's always an unconscious. Like, this is just how it, the water sifted down. I'm not necessarily going to knock that. I'm. That's what you want. Yeah. That's what you want. Yeah. I can't live like that. That's what you want. Fine, right. but that's not the situation I have. Right, that's not the situation. 
So I don't know, and maybe Shan, you can start, and then Steve, you can respond to everything that I just said, but Shan, do we need a traditional aspect, or are you just saying, like, this is my personal preference, and where do you think we're going in terms of, quote-unquote, sex, gender in the future from where we're at now? Um, I don't believe that we need traditional anymore because life today is not traditional. It's technology, right? Yeah. But what we need to understand is the standard. The anatomy of a woman is what it is because you are a woman. The anatomy of a man is what it is because you are a man. Mm -hmm. There are reasons why men did certain things and women didn't. It's not saying you couldn't, but there were reasons why that was set in place. Now it's like, Oh, because a woman could do it, she doesn't need a man because a man could do it. We don't need to hire a woman hairdresser to do women's hair because this man could do it. Mm. It doesn't matter. It's not saying we don't need each other. We need each other. But the respect factor of respect my position, you know, I do something for this household. You do something for this household, but nobody's better than anybody. And yes, a man can also be the leader and also be at home with his kids. And also be married. That can be something that's respected. But people just have this disrespectful notion of going about relationships today that I don't understand why. Because to me, I if I'm married, I don't want someone that I'm going to have to see every day. Not because I don't love the person, just because <laughs> my personality is I don't want to fucking see you every day. <laughs> and when I ask you about your day, I would like it to be a surprise to me of what happened in your day. I don't want you calling me five times during the day because you can or texting me all day because you can. That's my personality. But there is a woman that wants to cuddle with a man's right. balls every night. Right. I'm not her. Right. Whenever I need the dicking, I'm going to tell you when. Right. Tonight is not tonight. Right. And I need the person that I'm with to understand that. So I think it's about two people being honest or three, depending on what relationship. You right. These right. Days, Special case about four. what y'all want. Right. And I think once people get to a level of honesty, all this other bullshit won't matter. I agree with that. Steve, I love that. your response to all of everything well, that the committee I, has laid I out can, about sex and, and balls and cuddling. I cannot argue what, what she just said. I just can't, man. I yeah. think it, it, it's. I think ultimately, I'm not going to argue, and I'm not going to get in a position to ever say that honesty. Yeah. Ultimately, right, is the great equalizer. I agree with that. You know what? You you're not never going to convince me. Right. Whatever is supposed to happen as right. a fallout of the truth. Right. Is really where it's really at. The rest of it is covering something up. I right. But um, I I hear what you're saying. I want to be clear so that the listeners are clear with what I meant. Like, <clears throat> it's, it's, listen, I don't have anything against if you're like a prince or you're part androgynous. <laughs> like that. But I don't, what I start is like when they start telling us that I or men need to start being more like Right. This. I'm not with that right. shit, man. Right. That's the part I'm not with. I agree you know? with that. Um, I, 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 you know, I've, I kissed my grandson. I kissed my son. I've always kissed and hugged my son, you know? Um, right. I've cried in front of my kids, man. I let my son know it's okay to cry. And, um, <clears throat> these are things that maybe by standard were not okay for right. me as a little kid or, you know, but I, I've changed again. I'm not trying to like say that we shouldn't be in touch with our emotions and all that shit. Right. But I'm just, mm -hmm. what I'm trying to say is like, 
the provider, the protector, um, this a lot of the chivalry. I've seen that kind of just fall by the wayside. Sure, you know, and then they and then it becomes normalized, and then they give you a whole bunch of bullshit ass excuses and reasons on why this is okay. Right. No, man. When you walk out a street, you walk closest to the fucking cars. Right. The woman goes inside. Right. If a woman's with you, you fucking open up the door and you let the woman go in. Like, what's... I just think, like, some of that... And the excuses of why you don't need to do that are a bunch of bullshit. Right. Um, I agree. And I believe that this world's been set up to leverage for men more than women. And I think that... that I don't know that... I don't think that's right, man. Like, right. I I think there should be more women in high places. I think women have a better understanding of... of, of I, I think there should be a woman present. I think that women should be in higher places. I think that women are a little bit more in touch with humanity on human on human levels than men sometimes, man. Uh, men have ran it all. Look mm-hmm. what a lot of them have done. You know what's interesting in what you say because I think it's like even more complex than that because I, it's it's like clear in the public space. It's definitely clear. Like, I mean, dude, we all, like, herald from a society where there was a point in time in which women weren't even allowed to own property. Thanks. Right? I mean, that's, that you can't say, like, oh, it's not a patriarchy without acknowledging, like, hey, blah, 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 blah. Or women being treated like property because for a long time, men who are married to a woman, you could beat your your woman's ass in front of a police officer. He can do shit. Hey, he would probably help you. He would probably help you beat her. Right? And, and and it's interesting because African American men got the right to vote before women got the right to vote, and I'm not mm, saying I and one shouldn't have happened before the other. I'm just saying it gives you a sense of what society's preferences, right? Where the patriarchy and the racial lines line up. Right, but we gotta also, you know what? And I want to say this too. And go ahead. I don't want it to come as a surprise later because uh, <laughs> I've talked about it a lot. <laughs> but I think it's also what we have to pay attention is we have to also be pay attention to the way that we're raised, our own personal experience right. within the home. Right. Okay. Now I'm going to say something right now that's not going to be the most popular thing to say. <laughs> and I've spent most of my life. My mom was a victim. I love my mom. <laughs> Rest in peace. She was a victim. And me and my sister mm-hmm. played more of the role of the parent, right? My mom. Okay, right. we were right. the parent. Of okay, course. there you go. Same. The, um, like a little child, I'm very scared of a lot of things. Right. Mm-hmm. And I love my mom for everything she did, but there, there is a piece of that, and and what that somehow, my mom would cry to me and 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 put your arm around me and hold me and be here and like a lot of this stuff. So I got like this idea that women were extremely needy. Extremely needy, mm. extremely needy, and and very sensitive, and crying for no reason, and every minute's emotions and needy. A lot of work. A okay. lot of work. <laughs> this was the position I took because of what I was growing up with. Right. And I even think I seeked women like that, and I get into the relationship, and as soon as things weren't all lovey dovey after the first two weeks, as soon as they'd ask me for something or or say something or what. I would hear that same nagging of my mom, and I really mm. just started to just be like, man, women are just fucking weak. They're needy. They're a lot of work. They're headaches. You can, you're never... And I kind of like did that, man, and started looking at women like, what can I get from a woman? 
My relationships were never about what I can bring to a relationship. It was about what could I get. And I started treating women very much like a piece of meat. And I've right. done that for a long, a lot of my life, man. Right. But at the same time, man, with my daughter and with different people, when I say that I think women should be in, better, in higher places, I really believe that. A right. woman gives birth to a baby. Right. There's something about that to me that, like, they just maybe have a better understanding about I don't know, man. Like men are just real quick to just like throw our ass in the war and chop somebody's head off. And maybe a woman would be a little less to go down that road. And maybe we'd have a different planet. Wait, hold on. If women were running it. Hold on a second. Shan, uh, you're uh, Mr. and Mrs. Zirba. Shan, uh, the elegant Shan, is also telling someone to be quiet. Who are you telling to be quiet, Shan? Um, Aria, my three-year-old. Yeah. Oh, right Big on. shout out to Aria. Right. And he cares and, nothing about me podcasting. Exactly. <laughs> so now we really know right. that's your baby. Right. She's like, okay, whatever you're doing, mom, I got some needs right now. <laughs> right? Um, Shan, what do you think about what Steve said in his personal stories and his discussion about like the culture of his family? I think it's facts because my mom um, was born and raised in Jamaica and she was one of 13 and the youngest and her parents beat ass. So what that did is it made her... What that did is made her resistant to discipline. My mom never disciplined us, and there's five of us. I was the only girl. I was the youngest in the house. We warred when we needed stuff. We broke furniture when we needed stuff. We threw dumbbells across the room while she was <laughs> watching her stories. Like, it was... It was wow. It, she, instead of her prevent the, the fighting, yeah. she got the first aid kit, and she waited for the blood to drop. Right. So right. now, as a parent... Mm. For me, when I have two girls, I don't allow them to fight. I don't allow them to get to that extent. Right. I get it before it starts. For me, growing up in a house like that, I had to be super defensive all the time, mm. fight my way out of things, and I had to discipline myself because my mom didn't, didn't discipline anybody. You had to parent, parent yourself, huh? Right. So if basically I had half of my childhood when okay. I should have had the whole of my childhood. Gotcha. That's interesting. Gotcha. So wait a second. This is, this is fascinating to me. Because, you know, uh, you are saying in a sense that, like, maybe if it had just been you, Shan, it might have been a different experience with a mother that didn't want to discipline you because you wouldn't have had to protect yourself against all the other kids. It would have been totally different. I would have been lawless, though. I would have been out in these streets doing whatever because she didn't care. Right. That's interesting. Have you had that conversation with your mom at all? Or were you able to? Oh, yeah. And what did she say? She she was like, well, that's just how I am. I just don't like it. It's just too much. I just feel like you should also know. My kids like know Kevin the right leather. There. My kids know like that belts come from cows. They know that I, when I say it the second time, I'm not going to say the third. And I'm going to throw hands and I will fight them. Your mom, like, sounds, oh, her, your mom sounds so sweet, Damn, though. Her mom it, sounds sweet. Yeah, check it this out, man. I'm so glad you said this. <laughs> this is perfect. I've been wanting to yeah. say this forever. Go ahead. So my in my household, my dad was around, like it was. It, my dad didn't say something twice, right? right. Now, the reason I don't identify with people that play games, like video <laughs> games, or watch <laughs> cartoons, was that I was like there was no time to watch cartoons. I didn't watch cartoons. My right. Dad was, fucking get the fuck up, and you're gonna fucking yeah. help me with this. Work. There was no games. I mean, I stopped playing games when I was about eight. Yeah. So. <laughs> But my, it, it was, and then, and then like Chumon talks about my dad, I didn't have a choice of where I was going. My right. dad never looked at me and said, Hey, you want to go to Disneyland or what do you want to do? 
It was I was right. on his time. And if he was conducting a go see somebody for four or five hours, I was to sit in the car or sit on the couch and not move. Right. And sit there. And mm-hmm. shut right? the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Right. And it doesn't matter. And if I have to do some physical work, your ass is working with me. Right? And all that and the, and the fear and, and getting smacked around. Okay. So I <laughs> parent my kids, right? Well, listen yeah. to this. Go ahead. I don't want to make them do. Oh, no, but you don't have to go. Oh, no, you don't have to do that. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, 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 I'll get you. Oh, like I'm saving them from everything. Right. I never put my kids like to work, work. Really. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, right. And, and I, my ex-wife, thank God, she was like, she was able to put down her foot. But right. me, I'm like, I don't want to make my kids feel like I felt. Right. So I'm over, like, I'm compensating the other way. Now, this is interesting because at this point, right, like, so when I grew up, my mom was not in my life at all. No woman see, figure. this is what I'm getting at, I was too. raised yes. by my dad from about one and a half, mm-hmm. right? And my dad was like Steve's dad, which was like, I mean, I got the belt. There was fucking, like, Seri- cord, hanger. Oh, uh, uh, pool cue. Yeah. Left in the car. Well, he went to the tavern to drink, and I was like six in the car at night watching my dad drink and shoot pool in a tavern for like six hours. He even hit you with a welding rod, right? Uh, no, not a welding rod. <laughs> but mm. anyway, point is, is and listen, it, it ain't all about dogging out my dad to that extent. Right. But, right, I hold him accountable for that. But at the same time, I understood. I, I do love him, and I do think he loved me. Sure. All right, mm-hmm. all that to say, now, I got a wife. I got a baby girl. She's mm-hmm. turn. She's twenty months old. Mm-hmm. And then my dad, for whatever reason, guys, I cried easily as a kid. Mm-hmm. I was a little kid. I cried easily, but I was a boy. And my dad used to fucking. It would. He would make him hit me even harder when I cried, because he's like, "You're gonna mm-hmm. be a little girl." Mm-hmm. So it's interesting that we're talking about gender stuff, and I'm my and and I went through such a process of feeling shame about being a boy who cries and and how somehow that makes me feminine to a place of of questioning what does it mean to be a man and my dad was also overweight right he didn't have control Mm -hmm. over his alcohol he didn't have control over his his eating so in my eyes somewhere along the way i started to understand that what makes a man a man or an adult adult is Mm self-discipline can you yes. control your appetites? Can you say no to you? That's the extent in my mind as I started to go. So now when I look at my daughter, right? Now I don't, you know, I don't, uh, I think my wife disciplines her more than I do in a sense that, but I also recognize there's something different between the mother and daughter. Like mm-hmm. a daughter then you guys can correct me and tell me it's a bunch of fucking bullshit and whatever, and please do. But there's some things that a daughter can do towards the dad that's not going to work on a mom. Of course. Right? Hell yeah. The boys too. Right. The boys too, bro. Right. Okay. So like, so like when, my, when my daughter's doing some kinds of things, my wife will be quicker to be like, hey. And I'll be like, you, you don't necessarily need to react just because she's doing that. Right. And my, but my wife's point from her. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Point of view is like, I don't want her, you know, um, thinking this, that, the other thing, whatever. I know what's going on there, right? Mm -hmm. I used to play the same game, whatever that is. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm in this position, right? And to me, I feel like, and I'll be straight up, my <laughs> sole fucking purpose in raising my daughter is to protect her mind. Like, when I think about anything now, I'm thinking, like, sometimes my wife or other people will sometimes say some stuff that's kind of normal. Like, she's shy. Or she's da-da-da. But I'm already like, don't say that. Mm-hmm. Right? Don't say that yet. Because I'm a firm believer that sometimes people put a label on you at an early age. You don't really know. But then you start acting it out because that they told you you're like that. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm mm-hmm. like, let, just let her be her thing. Whatever that is yet. We don't know what it is yet. And I'm like always about like trying to help her explore and to support associate, like ideas that don't necessarily come together. But if she sees a relationship with it, I'm there to affirm that and to help her understand. Like, mm-hmm. So like she sees a relationship between eight. Her favorite, for I don't know what's going on with her, but I love it. She's really into Ocho. Ocho. Ocho Cinco? Nope. Oh. Ocho. <laughs> she, she, we got her these fucking bath letters and numbers, right? Mm-hmm. And there's all these n- numbers. I don't know why, but for her, Ocho's like the best thing she's ever seen. Who was looking one? I don't know. Right? So she's like saying, uh, when she goes to bed at night, she goes, Ocho, Ocho, where's Ocho? She wants to sleep with the Ocho. Now, my wife is a little bit like, that's kind of weird. Like, and I tell my wife, like, don't put that on it. You but know? that's good, though, because eight represents money, power, and consistency. So let her. I, I, I'm saying, like, I think it's cool. I think it shows some kind of level of creativity and intelligence if you can mm-hmm. develop relationships and affinities for symbols, that's a language yeah. power. That's mm-hmm. a language power. So my point is, is that I'm not as concerned about what she's going to do as a girl or is she going to be a feminine girl or a masculine girl. She's already showing both sides. Mm-hmm. She likes to be outside and hang from shit and do pull-ups, but then she loves all the pink shit. And I'm not even trying to set up a situation where like one doesn't correlate it with the other. Maybe you can be a pink, a pink loving, you know, <coughs> chick and then but also be about exercise. Or maybe you can I don't know. But I'm not trying to make those divisions yet. <coughs> so I so in my situation, and maybe this is a rela- a reaction to my upbringing, is gender's not as important. I'm not saying it's not important. I'm just I'm thinking in the United States already that gender's too much of a topic. Like yes, Wait. You, <coughs> right? Like yeah, it's important, but is that a life or death situation? I don't know. Some motherfuckers are gonna email me and be like, for some of us it is. Oh. Okay, fine. <laughs> but what I'm saying is is like there are some things that are more important than gender. Mm-hmm. There are, right? Like 
in terms of like whatever you want to talk about what's going on in life your life personal development are you being real with you are you actually are you being a decent human being period right this is out your color right you grew up right or what sex you are right that's i agree with that so what i'm saying is is like for me i think my reaction has been gender is not that important to determine at this early age for her what where which way she's going on anything um, that doesn't mean that I think that it's normal for her to try to wear boy clothes or something. I'm not trying to do that either. I'm more focused on what's her mind doing and how do I not put as many limits on that, any conventions on that, and allow her to explore and see relationships between things that actually do exist. Because it, it, I'm telling you, not a week goes by that I don't think about how now all the scientists agree that the fucking uh, continents at one time were one giant continent. And I'll never forget, as long as I live, in fifth grade, that the teacher said, I know it looks like Africa fits right in there, but it, it, they, they've always been separate. That probably fucked a lot of people up. And then later, they were like, oh, yeah, it was all one. So that's where I, that's for me, I think what's the most important thing, especially between the ages of zero to seven, is the mind. Yeah. What are you doing with the mind? Now you got two girls, Shan. What's Pray that like? Me. What's that like? Cause you're a you're a woman, so you know. I'm a woman, but I'm not girly, and my kids are very girly and sensitive. I love that. First of all, I love Jamaica. Jamaica's like one of the most original countries in the entire world. They put out a lot of interesting, yeah. cool shit. Do you go to Jamaica? Do you go back to Jamaica and visit? I I go, but I haven't gone in a long time, and I want to take my girls with me. Yeah. So um, I'm waiting until this one, little one gets a little bit older. Where in Jamaica? I've been Kevin. to Negril. I've been to Negril. Uh, Kevin, say goodbye. Uh, special K, adios. Where in Jamaica are, are your people from? My my parents from St. Catherine, uh, which is in Kingston. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I want to take the girls to go there. Yeah. You did you know that um what's that Captain Morgan that the rum is named after? Mm-hmm. He used to be mm-hmm. a governor of Jamaica in Port mm-hmm. Royal, which eventually mm-hmm. fell into the sea. But that was the British pirate stronghold for a very long time in Jamaica. Mm. It's a very I love Jamaica because the history of the of what you see today, a lot of it rests with the cultures and the history and the economics of what came through Jamaica. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, what does your mom say about Jamaica? Uh, my mom loves Jamaica because of her health. Her doctor recommends her to be somewhere warm. So she lives in Florida now. She's visiting up in Georgia now this week. Yeah. So. I'm about to put out an Amber Alert for my mom because mm. my brother's trying to hog her. But um, <laughs> she uh, she would like to move back to Jamaica, but because of her health and how she needs to visit her doctors more often, the yeah. health care in the United States is better than um, in the island. So she has to stay in Florida. But as a descendant, she misses it. As a descendant from people from Jamaica, do you get a lot mm-hmm. of annoying questions about weed? Say Jamaica the right way. I don't know how to. Come Jamaica. On. I don't know how to say that. <laughs> Jamaica. First of all, how often do people do accent shit around you where you're like, dude, please. Um, I- they always they always do this. Talk Jamaican. You don't uh, talk Jamaican. Uh. It's just like if I'm talking to my mom, yeah. 
my friends would pick up on the fact that I probably just came off the phone with her and and she the only time you hear her accent strong is when she's upset. Yeah. But for the most part, she talks what you call proper English. Um my aunt, my brother that has a mechanic shop here yeah. in Georgia, yeah. uh, he sounds like he just came up here. <laughs> And like all my friends is like, um, I need your brother to do an oil change in my car, but I don't understand shit he's saying. I'm just uh-huh. like, he just said this. Give him the money and just said this. Okay. So, no. All right. But like, do you get a lot of a lot of weird questions about marijuana and weed and Rastafarianism? Um, no, my friends don't. But I uh I've been picking up edibles. Oh yeah. A year ago. Uh-huh. And I wish I had found them earlier. And so I'm having fun with that. I I rather have edibles than have smoke. That go to Are you on the edible right now? Because you look like you're kind of no. Like, oh, you're smiling but, real but big. Today, you're, you're, you're smiling real big. Today is my day. So um, later on, I'm no. Yeah, you're dead. Yeah, I like what, how you got laid out. Yeah. Today. Well, listen, she's a mother of two. <laughs> yeah, she can't fuck around. She's got to schedule. I got to do it when they're not awake because if I do it too early <laughs> and it hits too soon, my three year old when she touches me. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a creepy touch. Right. Oh, wow. So right. I'm just like, go away, go away, no, go away. No. So <laughs> I do it when they're not around. <laughs> and like, what is it? Like a weed gummy bear? What's your edible? Um, there's different ones that I try. Like I'll do um, like the sour patches. Oh yeah. Um, the latest one that I got that's new is um high chews. Oh yeah. So it's like the candy high chews. Yeah. But, um, th- that's a bit stronger than the other ones. So I just, you know, I dapple. And I'm not a drinker, so drinking has never been my thing. Right. I probably have, like, two drinks a year. Right. But I, um, the edibles, that's my thing. I like right. that. And then, so then, and then tell us a little bit about Hotlanta. I mean, this is a, a location that's Shoot. infamous. What's the best place to eat in Hotlanta? Um, for right now, I would say uh, Big Dave's. Cheesesteak spot. I'm from Philadelphia. I'm from Philly. So I'm really big on getting your Philly cheesesteaks from somebody that's actually from Philly. So he has um, two locations here, Big Days, one downtown, another one in um, Doraville, which is a little bit north of um, north of Atlanta. And he has food trucks and he's young. He's a young entrepreneur. He's Uh 33. He came Uh down here. He's from... um, Philly and he opened up his own restaurants and they are like lines around the corner booming. So that's like my go-to spot most of the time. Are you really just going there to pick him up or are you really into the Philly cheesesteak? I mean, he is cute, but um, I do like I do like that meat, you know, the meat know. that you put on some sandwich. Yeah, man. <laughs> but yeah, but um, that's it makes like that bread moist, stuff. huh? That meat, that Philly cheese makes that bread moist, huh? You know what I'm saying? If you like the wet. <laughs> well, you definitely do after you eat an edible. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, right. All right. And then, um, wait a minute. You're from Philadelphia. What made, for, for, what made you get into the podcast game? What's, what did you sit um, there eating an edible and you're like, you know what? I got a lot to say. The conspiracy that is being a mom got me in podcasting. How's that? So um, in 2018... Um, my, my first daughter, she's seven. So I had her in 2013 and then 2018 came around after I had this, the second one. And I'm just like, uh, being pregnant is a trap and all these books is fluff. 
I want to be able to warn the people before they procreate what the hell this is really like. So wow. I made a podcast called Cozy Moon Podcast, which was just a vent of motherhood and all this shit the books don't tell you. Right. So it was like raw information about being a mom and pregnancy and all of that stuff. I love so I that. that. So then I was like, you know what, Chantal, you can't be on a parenting podcast talking about dicks and so you got to make another show. So I don't I know. Wait, 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 wait. Yes, you can. Because how the fuck did you get pregnant if there wasn't a dick true, involved? True, but I mean that's just you know, part it's just of different. it. Yeah, it's just different. So I was like, what am I gonna? Where am I gonna talk about everything else? Shen, the reason why listen. the reason why they gotta lie is because if they start explaining everything that's gonna happen, people ain't gonna have sex. I mean that whole other thing. It's crazy. Wouldn't that be a good thing? No. Wouldn't that be a good thing, though? Because no. some people don't need to be parents. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. But, th- hey, think about all the terrible parents, though, that have given birth to the geniuses that have advanced the ball. And I point to Beethoven. I just finished reading the biography about <laughs> Beethoven. And that dude's dad was a complete alcoholic dick. And yeah. hit the oppression and everything developed a guy like Beethoven, who, the most surprising fact about Beethoven is that he had diarrhea <laughs> his entire life. What? He had diarrhea. I'm right. He was, just, he was just eating something he, that didn't agree with him. His music makes sense now, though. Like, dun, 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 dun. that's a diarrhea song, man. Right? Like, it's Unpacked coming. Right. Like, he was just translating what his bowels were doing. Anyway, that's but crazy. It, it's funny, though, because at the very end of the book, my wife turns to me. She doesn't read any of this shit. She just likes to. She's like, one of the reasons she said she married was she, she doesn't have to read anything. She can just ask me about it. Right. Like I finished. Yeah. Right? That's turn- why you're my business partner. Right. So she Informed. turned to me. Right. She turned to me and she goes, "Okay, so you you read about Beethoven. Uh, what what did you find that was so interesting?" And I turned to her and I go, "I and listen. Everybody pretty much already knows everything. The guy yeah. suffered from lifelong diarrhea. That's the one thing that blows my fucking mind." <laughs> And as that whistles every day, all day. Uh, on a <laughs> symphony. I think I think that it's, I think that, you like, know what? Back I, in the 1800s, how do you even deal with diarrhea? They I didn't even have Charmin, man. Like, what are you doing? Oh, you just walk around with a bag? Like, it's you... funny because I definitely agree with what you're saying with like, uh, I mean, as yes. we begin to see more. Uh, no, it's fine. You're laughing. I was just saying. <laughs> no, no I'm laughing because you're bringing it back. She said, um, <laughs> That'd be great because a lot of people don't need to be having kids. No. I I mean, you just watch the news, man. Yeah. Some of this horrific shit going on with the kids and the parents and this and that. But not everybody, everybody, dude, it doesn't even have to be horrific. I've watched somewhat normal parents do the most bizarre way out shit, man. I'm like, you don't even deserve a child, man. Listen, you're right. But uh, what I am saying is that human existence is probably built on shitty parents. That's but I didn't get to finish. Go ahead, please. I am agreeing with her on that. Yes. But the other side of it is what you said. Right. How many fucking people that changed this world, they had to work through these fucked up ass situations. Right. right? It made them who they were in our society. And they wouldn't have been built like that. More than likely, Listen, if things would have been easy, right? I know a very talented gal who's descended from uh, people from Jamaica, Jamaica. Right. Jamaica. Whose mom was Jamaica. too soft on her, and now she's giving the right amount of discipline there to her go. girls who are going to go on to well, do great things. So I'm just saying, Jamaica. you're right. 
It's like not everybody should have kids, but you know what? I'm also looking at a lot of 20-somethings that got so much me time that they don't know what the fuck to do. Like they can't figure out like like they're stressed out. They got access to Google and they still don't have answers to questions. You're like, aren't you the fucking internet generation motherfucker? Like, how is it possible that you don't know how to talk to somebody? Like, I don't get that. How's it possible? They're using Google for all the wrong shit. That's exactly right. They're in some kind of fucking game with a with some character named Jeep Jar 2000, and they're running around talking about ice princesses and doing magic in a world that don't exist. Right. Yeah. And that's why they can't fucking talk to a woman. Buying scratch. Right. That's why hard. Trying to figure out how they're going to win. That's why loud nipples freak them out. Right. They can't figure out okay. what to do with that. Chantal, you know your nipples are showing. Uh, yeah, I brought them to work with me. Mm. Right. Mm. Right. Mm. Who feels the need to tell you that? Yeah. Like, who's telling you that? Men that don't really get enough pussy. Oh, okay. Well, then that makes sense. But, you know, please excuse them, but they're suffering. Right. <laughs> yeah, excuse them. Um, so, uh, but going back to uh, something, Chantel, let's just get serious and stop playing games. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. What, what's the, do you have a man in your life right now? Are you playing the field? I have no man in my life right now on purpose because I feel like I'm going to be doing him a benefit because I'm mentally not at a point where I give a fuck about anybody else's day except mine and my children. Oh, ditto. Until, until I am mentally prepared to honestly take on someone else's, um, opinions and feelings, I will be doing a man with a great dick a disservice. Right. What what is the upshot of dating you, Shanta? Like, what's the upshot? Like, what's the winning part? And then tell us what's the bad part. Um, I pour into anybody I'm with, meaning whatever your passion is, I'm going to get you all the resources, and I'm very spontaneous. Um, uh, I enjoy fucking outside the house. We were just talking house. about that. I, um, she likes fucking outside. I like um, basically... Them. Pampering a man in a manly way, meaning he's not knowing what he did to deserve X, Y, and Z. I just do it because he deserves. And, right. um, Is that mostly I, due to uh, sexual performance? Is that mostly due sexual performance? When I take edibles, I feel like I have no throat. Right. So, you know. <laughs> but what's the uh, downside? Yeah, I'm trying to book a flight to <laughs> yeah, Atlanta, Atlanta Georgia. Um, this evening, if you can go right. on a flight. Yeah. I, what's um, the, what's the downside? What's the downside, Chantel? The downside is I'm randomly um, distant. Where uh, uh, hey, can we cancel that flight to Atlanta? Listen, I, uh, listen. This, this, this is a time right now where I want you here and... I just wake up one day. I'm just like, hey, don't you got somewhere to go for like a few days? You know what? Because I feel like when you miss people, it makes the relationship better because you understand why the fuck you have them there. Listen, I I need to have space. I'll tell you what. My wife and I'm going to tell you something. My wife was a man eater before she met Mm. me. Right. Okay, she was a tough. Right. And she would tell guys. And when we first started dating, she'd tell me like. You guys say they just want to fuck, buddy. That's what they say. But then when you fuck them and then you don't call them, they get hurt feelings. And I tell them, I thought you said you just wanted that. Now you got feelings? I don't need all that. You said you didn't want to have a relationship. Now you're texting me asking me where I'm at. Motherfucker, I'm at where I'm at. 
Right. Do you can you identify with that, Shanta? Yes, I had a dick me down for about um, three months, meaning a man I picked just for the dicking. Yeah. I didn't want to know his birthday. I didn't want to know anybody he was affiliated with. <laughs> um, I didn't want him to take me on dates. I didn't want him to call me unnecessarily have pointless texts. And isn't it true, um, the rumor, that it ended when you found out that the guy was named Mitch McConnell? No. <laughs> it ended when I, when I can um, predict how he was going to fuck me, and I got bored. Wow. Now, yeah. I'm going to ask you a question because Steve and I have had some very serious undercover conversations about things we've had to deal with in the past with women. Have you ever, and don't lie to us because we'll find po- out. Podcast gods will know. Okay. Have you ever asked a man to wear a mask and role play as an intruder into the house and take you by force? Yes or no, Chantal? No, but I do watch those porn. <laughs> I enjoy them. Like, I like a spontaneous taking. Listen, Steve and I, you, listen, the kind of woman that wants a guy to walk up and say, I want to fuck the shit out of you is probably the kind of woman that's like, yeah, I would like a spontaneous taking. Let's just, yeah. you know what I mean? Just don't be ugly and, and be clean and like, let's get it. Di- listen, but Steve and I were also talking about like for the guy, sometimes it's a lot. Like, we want to satisfy you, and listen, it's cool, but then sometimes it's like, no, I need you to leave the house, I need you to come in, you better they can put a pillowcase on your head, and then I want you to do the crowbar, and by then, you're like, as a guy sometimes, you're like, crowbar. I'm like, oh, man, I don't know, oh. that's like, a, I tell you what. Okay, so this is me, I don't want to have to tell you every single step on how of I want you to not. do of it, of course not. but I'm going to give you an idea of what I'm looking for, so I had an ex um, years ago that would call me and be like, hey, it's a rapist out tonight. Okay. <laughs> and just hang up. So that means you're going to pop up and we're going to fuck. Eventually, I don't know what time, but I know it's happening. So I can right. prep, prep the pussy for this. Right. But, you know, he understood who I was. Right. You have to understand who you're dealing with. Right. No, but the fantasy gets fucked up if you have to explain the entire diagram to the dude. You don't want him to then call the police and have them do a wellness okay. check on you because you said there was a rapist out tonight. Right. That mm-hmm. would have ruined the mood. Yeah, not for me because he he knew he knew that he was go to for me. It's right. just like you know you you have that one person where you will always be sexually attracted to them. There's nothing that would you know fuck that tension up. It's just there. It's evident. And then you just have people that you just you know gotta prep the punani throughout the day and then just pop up on it. Right. Right. Steve, you're nodding, Steve. Have you ever had to prep the punani or prep the prep the chile? Have you ever had that woman where you're like, I love her and she's a good person. I got to kind of prep it up a little bit, kind of rev the engine, slap my face around a couple times, get me in the mood. Uh, I don't know. You lost me on all that, but I just stay prepped. <laughs> you just stay prepped. I stay prepped. Is that what because, that is? Because, You've been walking around. I thought well, that was like a. Anytime, I didn't know what that was. Yeah, I, I guess never, you, gotta... you never know, bro. Like, <laughs> so I just go ahead and, and stay prepped. Uh, right. On most showers, I just go ahead and just take that down, and be ready to go. And I mean, to me, that's prepping part. You know, right? But uh, uh being clean. Well, being you clean, don't want to catch a whiff. No, being clean. I also like uh, everything removed. Right, right, smooth. Yeah, smooth. Yeah, so I'm with I that. stay, I stay that way all the time because you never know when someone's gonna. Pop I was telling off. somebody the other day, if men shave their balls more, maybe they will be a mouse more. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. yeah. And you know what? Balls are already weird looking. Right. Right? It looked like a turkey gobbler. It's like already kind of weird. And then it's got hair on it. Right. The chances to get a girl to do any of all of that are real slim if you're, if you're not shaving. I agree with that. Yeah. That makes sense to me. That makes sense yeah. to me. I mean, women are... Women, I, I, I agree with you, Juman. Like, women are beautiful. Right. So it's like, it's all good. Right. It makes Guys sense. Guys are fucking kind of gross. You know, they're kind of, yeah, man. Like, I tell people all the time, like, I would never go to a men's strip club mm-hmm. because men's bodies are not like, oh, I want to see it. I don't want to see it. Right. Yeah, you want to feel it. If I can use it. If right. I can't use it, get out of my face. Now, a woman's body. You have hips, you have butt, right, you yeah, have even thighs, nipples. you have right, curves, right. nipples, everything, everything, right. And I'm just like, I would watch that because they are actually up there putting in work, right? You know what? Now, I can understand women getting together. You know what's interesting? <laughs> right. I wouldn't be if I was a woman. I probably wouldn't get my hands off other women. I'd just be with women. But let me tell you something. This is what's interesting about what you guys are saying because I've talked to women, right? Like if you look at dude mm-hmm. porn. Right, like you look at the porn that like a lot of guys look at. Some of it, it's not like a person involved. It's just a body part, real right. up close. Right, and guys are like, "Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, right there." That's a yeah, you know, <laughs> like that, right? <laughs> but like, I ask women, I go, "Do you guys have magazines where it's just a picture of a dick, like real close up to your face?" And women are like, I, "No," and I'm like, "Does that sound good to you? Like, what do you think about just seeing a guy with his wang out?" Like, that? And they're like. I just think of like ball funk or something. It doesn't sound good to me. At all. <laughs> well, right, and and I agree. And but, but too, good. I also kind of feel that way, like uh, about like, I I can find a woman that's like in a bikini or in lingerie way yeah, more right. hot for me, right? Than a nude woman. Like I actually like a woman. I, I'm just speaking on me. No, I'd I rather I'd rather have a little bit hidden to me. That I need to get mm-hmm. to, right. that turns me on. You know what right, I mean? Right, right. But a woman the curiosity. Like, the curiosity. But nothing yeah. is like a like a business suit, leather scoot, suit, like skirt women. Like a professionally dressed woman. I'm gonna really, 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 really turns me on. I'm gonna confess something mm-hmm. that I've never said out loud to anybody mm-hmm. before. And I've never been in a situation where I've ever been close enough to even have anything remotely close happen. But mm-hmm. oh, look at Shanda. She's like right up. She's like, all right, motherfucker, stop with the warmth. Just say it. I am attracted to women cops or women mm. soldiers. I, I, there's, I think there's a, lot of, there's a lot of dudes like that. I'm not talking about ugly ones. They got to be hot. But if, if it's a woman... I've seen some beautiful ones on IG that their hair is amazing and the way that they wrap it up and put it in a bun and they put on their suit. I'm just like, okay. A female cop with like even like a bulletproof vest looking like she's about to fucking kick the door down? I like that. I don't like any cop. <laughs> I don't care if it's a dog, female, man. Hey, Fuck. dogs. All dogs are innocent. Okay. Listen, um... Chantal. Chantal. Yeah. I like Chantal. I like that. That's like a good. You sound like, you sound like my mom. Yeah. Chantal. <laughs> With that chocolate cake, Chantal. Listen, I want to know when someone, what is really for real good Jamaican food? Like, what is something, if you went to Jamaica, is it, is it, is it Manish water? What is it? Can you please tell us? 
Like, what's the real um, Your go-to, if you went to Jamaica, would be roadside cooked jerk right, chicken. Right. Chopped. Right. Fresh. Um, over rice or over um, some cabbage, and you'll be good to go. Right. It's just like the essence. It's a go-to. And um, the way that it just falls apart because it's slow cooked and the spices and everything. Yeah. I feel like that's go to. You you can't lose with that. Now, if you're not, if you try curry chicken and you're not a curry person, yep. it might not be a thing. Um the red snapper fish is also great because it seasons well. Mm-hmm. When I go to the farmers market, I usually pick that up, but fish here is pricey and that's if you're getting like real fish not that farm raised shit right bullshit tilapia um, that was raised in a mud yeah yeah hey yeah but in terms of your pregnancies let's go back to pregnancy i like i like talking Mm -hmm. about that because my wife right she (laughs) did not she she made me go through a hypnosis pregnancy thing where it was okay listen my wife thought that like she could do hypnosis instead of getting any epidural or any pain meds. Oh no. Oh, oh, ain't she did. I mean, let me tell you what? something. What? Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. We were on yoga balls somewhere in like Newport Beach, right? Where the lady was like hypnotizing her and me. I'm not even having a baby, but I'm getting hypnotized yeah. too, right? Yeah. For like, you know. Like to alleviate the pain, we weren't allowed to say labor because that just puts that it's work on it, all that stuff. Okay, we went through this whole thing. We got a midwife, mm-hmm. and then when my wife's contraction started happening, okay, I was holding her hand, and we got down to the midwife, right? And we and I was we were we didn't we forgot all the hypnosis, and I had to do the chanting. My wife couldn't chant. And it wasn't doing anything. And then I would stop chanting because I wasn't sure if I was annoying her or what the right, fuck was going right. on. And she would turn mm-hmm. to me in a way that I've never seen anybody do and go, don't stop fucking talking. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, and you saw the picture, Steve, of the thing, right? And so, like, my wife, right, we get into the room and she's got her thing and she's got no drugs. Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't know this, but there was, there's like a, a muscle competition between women. A tough guy competition between women. It's all about birth. Who had the toughest birth? Who survived the toughest birth? Who can handle the toughest birth? So my wife's in there, and we were in the water. She got out of the water, right? And I and, and it was in the night, and I go to bed early. I don't like staying up late, but I knew I could not show any tired nothing while my wife was going through this process. Trying to compete with each other. <laughs> I just knew that it would, she would rip my face off if I said, you know, babe, can I take a nap? This is getting long. It's yeah. like well, 3 a.m. Went through the whole thing. And I saw everything, Shan. I saw everything. My um, my youngest daughter's dad, he watched me shit on myself. Right. Pushing. And I, he was like, I saw everything. But he just kept his eye on that pussy the whole time, walking back and forth. I'm just like, sir, can you move away? <laughs> Listen, my wife got into every position you could figure out. And, okay, I saw the vagina. I stopped calling, I stopped using pussy as a weak term. Because I'm like, that's yeah. a strong-ass motherfucking thing, whatever that is. Yeah. I don't even know what that is. I don't even think I actually understand what the fuck a vagina is. Yeah. Because yeah, that it's... thing was crazy. Dude. Yeah. I'm telling. I was there. And I, had the, I was there when my kids got delivered. Uh, it turned, crazy. Now man. I understand why there's folds. I didn't know. I thought the folds were for me. I thought, like, oh, it's all folded <laughs> up so I can fuck it. 
No, it's folded so yeah. it can expand Man, like an accordion. Point. It's crazy. Got nothing to do with my yeah. dick. Yeah. That was an eye opener. I I I remember <laughs> being in the in the room when my when my wife's giving birth to my son, right? <laughs> and we didn't want to know what the babies were. Neither one of my babies. We didn't we didn't want to know what we wanted to be surprised. Oh, no. right? So <laughs> a baby's coming out and and I'm like on my mind, my whole thing. I'm like, all right, as this baby goes, the first thing I'm looking for, the whole thing I'm looking is in between that baby's legs. Right. Either I'm going to yeah. see the chile or not. Right? Right. Yeah. That's my idea, right? So then when finally after 12, 14 hours, the babies are coming out, when I see the head come out, yeah. I'm in such shock of <laughs> what's going on. Right. You know how like a baby's head is like kind of deformed yeah. when it first comes out. Right. You know, yeah. like, I like a head come out like an yeah. alien, right? Yeah, it looked like an alien. Then I see it. Her, her vagina open oh. like this whole baby's coming out, right? And yeah. this other thing's following it. And I remember that, I don't. I think about five minutes had passed. Uh. The baby's laying on my my wife, uh. in tears, mm -hmm. and everybody, you know, in the room. Oh. Yeah. And, and I completely forgot whether it was a boy or a girl. Uh. I could, it was the last thing on my mind, right? Uh. Yeah. And then she tells me it's a boy. It's a boy, like after five minutes, and that was yeah. like the primary thing in my head. But when it went down, yeah, all of that went out of my head. I was oh, yeah. just mesmerized, right? I mean, it's yeah. what a miracle and the beauty in it. It's like I think everybody should see a, their, their child born. Everybody should see a child born. Yeah. Right? Hey, hey, Shan, from somebody who actually had a baby. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. walk us through that. The last parts of that. Like, what's what does it mean for a human? Like a woman, a human woman. You had the thing inside you. That's already crazy. A living thing, right? It's bouncing mm -hmm. around inside you, and then finally mm -hmm. you push. like worms. Right. Um. When you're pushing, okay, I was drugged up both times because I knew I wanted drugs. I don't like pain. Okay. Um, the epidural needs to be sold on shelves. It's amazing. Um, when you're pushing it out after you take an epidural, you feel nothing from your waist down. So imagine somebody telling you to use strength from your waist down and you feel like you have no legs. Right. 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 So that's already a struggle. That's why they push the legs back. Right. And they keep telling you to push. And I remember for my first daughter, I was pushing and I got to like the second to last push. And I was like, and you know, the doctor's like, okay, you're, it's, she's coming. She's going to come on this crush. You're lying. And I told my doctor, I said, you're a liar. I'm not pushing anymore. She's just going to have to stay in there. And then that last push, she came out. Yeah. Um, and he kind of had to use those like uh, metal things to right. kind of pull her. Yeah. He didn't want to come. And he got her out and I was like, don't put her on me. Go clean her off first and then bring her back for both of them. Right. I'm not with that real. Oh, yeah. Give me Didn't you eat the birth sweater. sack like a horse? Did you eat the birth sack? No, like a horse? I said, go <laughs> clean her off and bring her back. And, right. and that's when I had her on me. And the reason I called um, my parenting podcast Cozy Wounds because both of my girls were late. There's something about my womb that's a motherfucking comfy couch right. where they never came out on their due date. Right. And I was like, fuck this. So I was induced for both. Wow. And uh, they were comfortable both times. And I'm just like, I'm never doing this again. Right. But it's it's a, it's like taking the best shit of your life once they're out. <laughs> it's amazing. Dude, with, with my wife, right? So so her legs are up. Now, listen, it's midwife shit, right? So that's serious, m m like, maternal woman temple shit. You can't fuck right. around as a guy. I was the I only guy in there, right. 
right? Yeah. And then when I walked in there, I could even feel them like, like, what are you doing in here? Man? <laughs> Lucky <I'm> right? <laughs> like, what do you know? Just don't break anything. You don't fuck right. some shit up. Yeah. Right? Like everybody. And the lady that was the midwife was this hard bitten fucking sun drenched, like thick fire hydrant of a woman with these Coke bottle glasses named Vicky Sue. Vicky Sue. Uh, Vicky Sue don't play. Vicky Sue could make lunch for her children with gravel and a fucking shovel. Like she knows how to do anything out of anything. So Vicky Sue is like sitting there. And the baby, mm-hmm. little Tigra, she she wasn't coming out right away. My wife was standing, pushing, legging, water, fucking everything, right? Now, at a certain point, Vicky Sue has got her fingers and she's stretching my wife's vagina out. With her fingers. And you're I'm like, talking. You're nudging. You're like, hey, hey go sit. You go easy over there, right? I, I'm almost like, is that legal? Right. Like, that don't look right. Like, can that, can that happen? Killing my wife? She was like, it looked like she was trying to change a carburetor. It was right. like, <laughs> and I'm sitting there like an idiot just watching, right? I'm just watching, you know? And they're like, push. And my wife's pushing. She's been pushing for 49. Like, push. And now I'm seeing biological shit that I ain't never seen before. Mm-hmm. There, my wife's water didn't break at all, and I saw the water thing come to break. It looked mm-hmm. like a big, giant, soft egg. Yeah. I was like, what's that white thing? They're like, that's your wife's water. It's about to break. I watched it come out and just break. I was like, holy shit. When the baby came out, they finally got the baby. Just like you said, Shan, my baby, got her head got stuck in a canal. Well, I don't know mm-hmm. what you call that, right? So yeah. they, they got, they finally got, and my daughter's eyes were wide open when she came out. She was like, oh, wow. it was wow. weird. Cause I'm like, how, what are you staring at goo when you're in there? Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Right, she, yeah. she come out. Right. And she cried and, and, and we're like supernatural. So we didn't wipe her out. But, mm-hmm. and that umbilical cord looked crazy. Like right. I thought when all the times everyone talked three about plus, it. Three plus. Yeah. Well, I always thought like it maybe it was like a thin little cord, like hearing everyone talk about it. that shit was thick. Yeah. I'm like, dude, you got Wi Fi and try. fucking Yeah, satellite TV yeah. in that motherfucker. I was like, God damn. So then the bit right. But then some other thing came out of my wife. The placenta. Uh, is that I was like, whole I was like, who we're having twins. And they're like, No, right. that's just the placenta. And this giant bloody thing came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my wife's like, we're keeping that. We're keeping that. Keep that. <laughs> Keep that. <laughs> Freeze that. Right, right. But, yeah, yeah that was my... That's when the surgeon went in there and fucking butterflied and flayed it all out. And put it yeah, up, man. Skirt, it up skirt steak. You. That's skirt all. Steak. Skirt Jeez. steak. But, uh, anyway, that was the experience. Um, listen, Shen, I feel like we only scratched the surface. Uh, you're oh, yeah. an excellent, excellent, excellent guest. Your show is great. I listened to you and... Uh, Vic, talk about accountability. Uh, You got a great show, great style. It's a real conversation. They talked all about being, and you're basically about being real. Mm -hmm. That's essentially what it is, right? Mm -hmm. How can people find your podcast? You can find my podcast on uh, Apple Podcast app, 
I'm on Red Circle. That's the home. Yeah. Uh, Anchor FM, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast, you can find my podcast. You can at She Gets It Pod on IG and Twitter. And right. if you want to email me, it's She Gets It Pod at gmail.com. Right. Yeah. I'm all over and she's in negotiations right now with Steven Spielberg about turning her podcast into a series. I can, that's all I can say about it. Right. I don't want to fuck it up. Right. Um, and then also shop, right? What? Do, where can people buy? Uh, she she gets you it. can Mark. go on for my everything www.whoishan.com um i have a lot of merch for she gets a pod cozy moon pod let's talk um let's shop big for the other podcast i have a bit of everything i'm everywhere um just hit me up right on mm. um any final thoughts or questions for us I'm good. Um, keep doing y'all's show because that energy is needed in this podcast world. I need people with energy who actually want a fucking podcast and keep being blunt and honest. Just like me because, you know, we need more honest people out here. Right on. Right on. I am. Uh, I, I, We've got to have you back on the show. Absolutely. And you are a doll. Wonderful. And I appreciate your just your honesty and energy. And your energy. Right. Just like you're a good I woman. I love it. There, hold down ATL for us till I get out there. Right. Okay? Listen, I'm gonna hold it down, but you know these people are out here like pussies wide open. Huh? <laughs> okay. All right. I'm not sure what that means, but sounds I don't know, good. but I'm gonna get out there. Yeah. And find out what right. That I'm means. gonna go out to Fat Matt's rib shack <laughs> and figure out what the fuck's going on out there. <laughs> we owe you. We owe you. We owe you a dinner. You come out to LA. We're gonna take you out to dinner. Right? Yeah. We're gonna take you Yay. out to dinner. All right. Listen. Uh, uh, what do you got? What do I got? Um, I, I, I want to say thank you to my partner for bringing great guests on. That's first. Yes. Uh, www.supermaxhardware.com. Pay us a visit. Support the brand. We've got some great collabs coming out. Um, dropping summer heat the end of May. And uh, also a shout out to Esteban Oreo yeah. and the LA Originals Taco Truck Soul yep. Assassins yep. Cookies Vibe yep. Burner that yep. whole family yep. and my kids in the city of Santa Monica thank you mm. hey what do you think about uh, Cookies doing a, a, a Chantal style vape pen for marijuana or edible or something like that let's talk to Cookies about that okay and get it named after uh, Chantal right might need a Chantal edible right she gets it edible mm-hmm. She gets it edible. Yeah. What do you think about it? Look at her. Look at mm-hmm. her. She's smiling. She's, then like, we're gonna dress she's, it up to, she's like, keep we're talking, Indian man. To, we're going to dress it up for, for women, right? The whole angle is going to be like, if you want to let your inhibitions go. Right. If you want yeah. some deep gotta, dicking. You right. want some deep dicking. Something wet Chantel. and hard. Yeah. You got to try yes. Chantel's edibles. Right. They yes. will get you that. So right. You, you want a rock hard bone? Yep. Then you got to get yes. up on this edible. Get him. You're the man. All right. Listen. Uh, what do I got? Chumahan underscore is my IG handle. Yeah. Uh, motivation, poetry. If you're into the arts and you're into fucking whatever, working out, check it out. Also, my firm, Ovando Bowen, LLP. If you're in trouble, you want an American Indian representing your ass in court. That's the only thing this government respects, man. They know what they did was wrong, and they're trying to make up for it. Get on the train. Yeah. Um, I want to say, uh, Sean... Tal, you exceeded all expectations. Thank you. I would love to have your mom come on the show, by the way. Is there any way we can get your mom come on the show? 
yes once he gets here i'll um oh my god i yes i would love to have the both of you on a show have a regular conversation and uh and then uh listen anytime that you want steve or i the both of us one of us to come on your show she gets it you want to talk about accountability you want to talk about self-improvement you want to talk about hey it's cool to stay in your own lane but you got to find it first that's it right uh, uh, we're carte blanche. Let us know. Email us. And the person you were talking to says Sean on the red circle, but that's that was actually me. Sean's our audio guy. He's not here, but I was the one. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's it. Listen, what do we say at this time, Steve? Adios, amigos, from the Hard Luck Show. Hey. <laughs>